0: Hey, what's going on? This is Freeze. Hey, what's up? This is Little Susie. Hi, this is Lissette Melendez. What's up? This is K7 from TK. This is LOS from TK. This is Stevie B and listen is the Keys
1: Band. What's up party people, it's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live in a living color from the Radio What Studios, and this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time, and if you need DJ services, where do I always send you? DJLittleRock.com, one more time, DJLittleRock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote and maybe you can have me at your next event. You know I like to party with the people. The people need to be entertained. Let me entertain you. Are you not entertained? Speaking of entertainment, today on the program I have Evelina Destiny. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to talk to her. What do you mean you don't know a lot about Evelina Destiny? Well, you're going to get to know a little bit about Evelina Destiny in the next few minutes. So stick around for that. This week's shows, I have one public show. My faithful Friday night public show at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. The video dance party karaoke jam. Yeah, I said karaoke. You're the stars of the show. The stage is yours. All I'm doing is pressing buttons. You provide the entertainment on a Friday night at the Rab in Conway. Conway, Arkansas, 8 p.m. until 1230 in the AM. They got a full bar. The kitchen is open. Pool tables. They got a pool tournament on Friday night. So if you want to try to make some money playing pool, I encourage you to check out the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. It's always a good time at the Rab. Yeah, good people, good food, good drinks. Yeah, good times. Good times at the Rab. And then on Saturday, Saturday, I get to do a wedding I get to do a wedding. I love that weddings are back. Oh my goodness. I, you know, I, I think at my, at my high, at my height, at the height of my DJing weddings, I was doing over a hundred every year, you know, like Fridays, Saturdays, some Sundays. It was great. It was great. I would do a lot of weddings and that was my specialty. When I was living in the Florida keys, I've slowed down a little bit. I've slowed down a little bit, but I'd love to still do at least 50, Fifty weddings or or events on Saturday nights Uh, you know Friday nights that's my karaoke show that's my public show but weddings that's my my private show my intimate show with the people that hire me out to be a part of their amazing days their their big days I know that's cliche to be a part of their wedding days now this wedding this weekend I'm so stoked it's a little girl well She was a little girl when I met her. She was 11 years old singing karaoke for me. And now she's, I guess she's got to be in her 20s and she's getting married. And she said, all I want is Keys Dan, DJ Dan (laughs) to be at my wedding. And I'm so excited about that. So yeah, um, I'm very excited. All right, speaking of excited, I'm excited to talk to Evelina Destiny. So let's get into it with Evelina Destiny. Uh, I got her on Skype, so if you're listening to the audio version of this, I encourage you to check out the video version. Use the what makes you famous hashtag and find it everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) All right, let's get into it with Evelina Destiny. Skyping Evelina Destiny now. Evelina D, Evelina Destiny, Evelina Del Valle, dare I say it? The people can find you everywhere. And you know, for people that are listening to the audio, I want you to check out the video because there's a pretty face right next to me, right there.
0: Thank you. all.
1: But she's not just a pretty face. It's she's some too. She's a pretty voice. You're pointing in the wrong direction. Ha ha ha. See, I figured it out. You got to point in the opposite direction to get it to go right. It's the way these cameras work and it's wonderful. Yeah, are you camera ready? Have you ever done any acting? Have you ever done any performing in front of the camera?
0: No. Okay. I want to though. Okay. That I was given a role at a movie is, um, they actually going to start filming after Thanksgiving. It's called Kidnap.
1: What did I just get an exclusive? Did I just pull that out of thin air? I, does anybody else know that you're about to be in a movie, Evelina D, Evelina <laughs> Destiny, in a
0: movie? Yeah, right? Oh man, that's awesome. It um, is. yeah, I'm gonna play a role of a cop, <gasps> uh, undercover.
1: Okay. Undercover cops. So you're going to wear street clothes. Do you have to provide your own wardrobe or is this a, a production that has wardrobe available? Is it independent?
0: I, I think not. You know what? I'm not even sure. We didn't go. We, we didn't talk about that yet. <laughs> All right.
1: I mean, some people just show up in their clothes. Even even these stars that uh, like in the 60s and 70s, they used to show up like uh, famously uh Columbo, uh what was his name? Um I don't know. Remember uh, the 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 guy who played Columbo, he would show up in his own clothes uh, to different movie sets and and say, "Oh yeah, I'm wearing this. Let's go. Shoot." <laughs>
0: Right, you're right. Yep, now, true. All right, you're doing a
1: movie, and that's a that's a great thing that's happening real soon. But, uh, you know, tell the people who you are. Give the people an idea of who you are.
0: No. I'm Evelina Destiny. I am from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm a very humble person. I really, you know, I work a lot, and a lot of people in my job don't even know I sing. <laughs> I keep it to myself. But, um, yeah, you know, I'm also certified EMT, i also do home care i take care of my mom doing that and um on my music i do a lot of um arrangement i write my music i co-produce i'm actually getting into producing i'm learning how to produce i've been doing this for over 20 years so i wanted to get you know all perspective of all of everything so but you know now i'm finished my album um My album will be released the end of this month. Thank God it's all done. I'm finished. So hopefully, you know, I'll do well with that.
1: Well, from what I'm told is uh, from creators' perspectives, every time I talk to somebody, uh, a a project is not finished. It's abandoned. It's like, oh, that's good enough. We got to finish it later <laughs> right and, you know george lucas famously when he did star wars he, he and 20 years later he said oh you know what i didn't like the way that looked and he went back and redid them. do you think that and i've heard a lot you know like the police they redid one of their albums from way back when and did remixes and in back in, they had an album back in the seventies and then they remixed it back in the, in the nineties and made a whole new album out of the same old songs. Have you ever done that? Have you ever remixed yeah. or, or done performing, you know, you're performing live and you go, huh, I think that would work better if it was a little slower or if it had a little conga beat to it or something.
0: Right. Actually, I took one of my songs that I wrote over 15 years ago, um, and I remixed it, made it faster, and I actually sung it over again because, you know, my voice changed. So, yeah, it's called Unforgettable Mm -hmm. Love. Love it. Unforgettable Love. And I love doing cover songs. I love doing karaoke cover songs. You know, I just do that and give it to DJs, and they love it. Um, You know, so, yeah, oh. It's also, it's always good to remix something, you know, that that you've done over 10 years ago. Always, yeah.
1: Yeah, I go to a concert and, and some people, I guess maybe the majority of people, when they go to a concert, they go to a live show, they want the person to recreate the song Exactly the way it was on the album. I don't want anything crazy or new. I don't want you to add a new guitar solo. I don't want you to add, uh, you know, violins or flute playing uh, to the song if it wasn't on the album. But you know, I kind of like it when I go to a show and it's something different it's it's an experience that you provide for the audience for the the audience that's there that night and no no video cameraing no cell phone cameraing this is for us right here right now that you're providing for them when you perform live do you change it up a little bit or do you keep it almost exactly the same as it was on the I- album
0: exactly the same and what's good i get compliments uh, my voice i sound exactly like my cd i don't overdo it or you know try to go there but um um like the way i talk is the way i sing you know and i, I love doing live shows um pretty it's pretty natural it sounds it sounds good um no i don't change nothing i keep it the same but- so yes yeah, to say because people you know they, they come out to see you they want to see what they hear on the CDs, you know?
1: Now that's that something, right that's something uh, to be said, to be talked about is people that don't have the talent and the, and all this harmonizing and, and vocalization that gets added on overdubbing sampling. Uh, you know, you, 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 you can fix it in post, but if you can't sing it, like you sang it on the radio when you're live and the, uh, I guess Saturday night live, really showcases that on, on a global scale, on a television scale. But when when 200 or 2,000 or 20,000 people came out of their house to watch you sing, you want to bring the show, don't you?
0: 20,000 people. Whew. Yeah. I'm
1: nervous. No, no. It's the same show. Two people, two people or 200,000 people. It's the same show. You could give it to them, right? Mm,
0: right.
1: Yeah. I hear you. I- Oh, believe me, I've done the two-person, but then I've done the seventy-thousand-person yeah. thing. You know, it's nice, to, you know, to to be able to bring it to a whole lot more people because you get that energy that flows from you to them, to you to them. Oh, I'm so glad that you perform live because some people are studio. That's it; they make albums in the studio and never perform live.
0: Yeah, and and you could, you, I mean, you could tell when they studio because when you do interviews or. Or oh, they they doing shows? They don't do acapella. Um, yeah, I mean, you could tell right there. You know, that it's all studio.
1: Yeah. Oh. But hey, there's something to be said about that. You're creating art. I can't I can't fault somebody. You know, uh, famously T-Pain and even before that, Cher really used the the overdubbing and the and the uh, vocalization and just overdid it. But they came up with something that I'm talking about right now. You know, they came up with something so different. You know, it, it, people would say, oh, that was so bad. It was so bad that it was different. Yeah, do you use a lot of uh, of overdubbing or, or sampling or, or have you done any of that to kind of create something different?
0: Um. Yes, I have. I have. Um, I have a good engineer that, you know, he likes to play with a lot of um, um, new, you know, um, doubling and, and music and all that. Um. He's pretty good, you know, and especially... Um, when I'm trying to learn, I mess around a lot. So you know, I, I do. I do pick up a lot. You know, I'm learning. I'm learning.
1: <laughs> well, give credit where credit is due. Who is it that that has been helping you to uh, bring Evelyn Evelina Des- Destiny to the world? Uh, the the producer.
0: I gotta say, his his name is Robert Federici. He's from the Polygon Recording Studio. I've been working with him for years. Oh wow! I started out there. Um, I work with different type of producers. I fly to Puerto Rico, I fly to Florida, um, New York, and um, um, the Polygon Recording Studios in New Jersey. So uh, with him, I feel very comfortable. Um, he's, you know, he he brings out the best in the artists. Uh, I don't I don't get upset when he, when you know, when he corrects me, when he tells me, no, you do it again, do it again, do it here, do it again. You know, it gets frustrating sometimes and, you know, but um, you know, it, I respect his, his his decision, and I I do respect you know his his advice that he gives me all the time. And I'm learning. I'm I'm learning. Um, I play the keyboard a little bit. I play the violin for years. I'm learning guitar, so and that that helps when we're trying to produce. So you know, I'm learning when when it comes to producing. That's something new that I'm actually learning. Well, I'm, but I'm um, writing, creating, singing. I've been doing for years. I love
1: to write. Well, I, how did how did writing start? Are you Philadelphia born and raised uh, on the playground? You spent most of your days. You know, I had to do it right.
0: In <laughs> the playground, no. Actually, I was I was raised in Brooklyn, New York, till I was twelve. Then my mother separated from my dad. We moved to Philadelphia, and I've been in Philadelphia ever since. I'm 43 years old, so I've been here. You know, I raised my kids. I have two. And I raised them and you know, I've been here ever since. And as for my writing and my music, I've been around it all my life. My mother sings, she used to be in a band. And um, when I was in school, I took dance music lessons. So that's where I picked it up at. So yeah.
1: Well, don't skim over that. Tell me about your mother. Yeah, she went she was in a, a singer in a band or she was playing in a band. Tell me about your mama.
0: She used to sing. She used to sing a lot. Actually she still sings now. She's 78 years old, and she has this oh, like, high voice, that opera singing, singing her gospel music. She loves her old school. Also, she puts the radio on and listens to all those old, old rock, you know. And um, yeah, I get it from her. She's, she's amazing. I grew up, you know, she's always singing, and, and I grew up just singing some of her oldies, you know.
1: Okay, can you remember uh, some of the first songs that you were uh, inspired by? Because, you know, that, that tells me a lot. You had some gospel. You had some oldies. You had music in the house that was affecting right. you, that was bringing you the knowledge. What, what did you take from your mom? What was the first few songs that she sang that you said, hey, I want to sing that too? What were you singing?
0: She, she, she liked, like, Diana Ross. Um, back then, like, Elvis and the Beatles, I can't remember a lot of the old but you know those old old like groups that i never heard of you know my boyfriend's back and you're gonna be in trouble stuff like that hey nah (laughs) (laughs) i don't know but she's always singing that. and um what's the name um um it's my party and i cry if i want to cry if i want to i'm always singing that
1: <laughs> oh my goodness all right child of the 60s my mother's a child of the 60s as well i, I think she's a. oh my goodness she's got to be 72 years old so yeah she's a child she grew up in the 60s graduated in 69 and had all that flavor in the in the house and that really affected me too was a, she that's what we do we we get that knowledge from our parents and, and maybe older brothers and sisters did you have any older brothers and sisters or are you only
0: i have two older brothers any, you know? and they other? say they agree with me i think dumb days were the best days i wish i was born like in the 40s
1: you know <laughs> they
0: were the best music i mean everybody was happy peace and love and everybody was high there wasn't a lot of like diseases and it was so much fun you know and you know and everybody, my mom,
1: yeah go ahead
0: she tells me she tells me about it she you know she um used to go to a lot of concerts too you know but to this day my mom has dementia and um she's 70 yeah she's 70 so she she's not very she's not forgetful of the past she remembers everything about the past she's always bringing up you know shows or you know music and stuff like that but you know she doesn't remember stuff that happened like 10 minutes ago or a day ago but yeah
1: but those are the stories that you have to to get on tape get recorded make sure that that those (laughs) stories that she has from days past live on forever I had my mom on the podcast and she told me stories about the 60s the 70s and the 80s that I had no business knowing about my mom did a lot of crazy (laughs) stuff back then and I'm sure your mom did too so it was you know always listen to your elders. If there's anything you could take away from this, listen to the, the generation before. And what you were talking about, uh, the musicians of the past, they had to be actual musicians. They had to know how to play. There's no fixing it in post-op, in, in post, uh, uh, you know, fix it in post. No. You had to lay that track down, and if it didn't come out right, guess what? You're playing it again. And guess what? You're playing the whole song all over again. Not just that little bit that I can cut, No, you're playing that whole song because I have to get the track perfect from beginning to end. They were real musicians.
0: It was really hard back then. Now it's like I can go to recording and I can sing and he can record three lines and then then record the next three lines. Oh, I got this. I punched this and sing this again, you know, like that. But yeah, you're right. You're totally right.
1: Oh, it's mix and match now. But, you know, when you find a true musician, somebody who can perform live, such as you, who can go out and, and live produce uh, what the people want to hear, and that's what they want to hear. They want to hear uh, what's coming off of that CD. Is this the first CD that you've done? Or, you know, in 20 years, you've had singles out there,
0: right? Yeah, I have. I have The Best of Evelina that came out 2014. I have... XOXO. It's um, house music, dance music, freestyle. And that came out 2018. And I have this one right here that also came out 2015. Um, I have two more that came out um, 2019. They all available on all digital platforms. Um, I think I inboxed you my 12 inch record. It's um, it's pink. It's a Spanish reggaeton. It's mixed with like um, dance music, freestyle, and it's an album. But it's, I mean, not an album. It's a single, but it's a 12-inch record. It's me gusta.
1: You know what that tells me? Is the latest one, you said it's available digitally. That means no vinyl, no CDs. I miss vinyl. Getting that record, going to the record store and saying, oh. I
0: all these and vinyls, too.
1: I miss, yeah, but, no but why? site. Yeah. The only one that's using vinyl now is kind of like the hipsters, you know, and the, and the really, really old school and the really, really new. What?
0: Yes, they are. They back. A lot of DJs are getting vinyls and a lot of like artists now are doing their vinyl records. Yeah. It's back. Oh yeah.
1: I remember in the eighties and nineties, just, you know, if I had one, two, maybe three crates of records and went to the party Guess what? That's all you're listening to. Those three crates, I'm going to mix them and match them and make them sound right. Evelina Destiny's in there. You're going to want to hear that record. Pa, pa, pa. I mix it. But now, with the digital age, people expect to hear anything, anything that comes out of their mouth better be on that turntable by the right. next song or two. Oh my gosh. Right. Instant gratification. But if I didn't have a- it, Oh, but I didn't. If I didn't have it on my record, in my record stack, and in, in my one box of peaches records, uh, you know, like right. the, the crate, you're not going to hear it that night. But now right. you got to hear it. You got to hear everything. Oh, I want to hear some Evelina Destiny. Oh, hold on, let me get that for you. I had to. If I had to buy that one track, boop, I go buy that track and I play it for the people. Right. Oh my gosh! People got to have it all right now, instantly. Uh, You know, it's hard for the DJ, and I say uh, it's hard, but it's easy for the DJ because you can get it. You can go out and buy it. Uh, You know, if you want that track, you can buy it. Ninety nine cents. That's what you do, and and your newest record is available for ninety nine cents per track on Apple, iTunes, all that, and uh, Spotify. I mean, are are you able? to collect a, uh, a check? Are you getting um, royalties? Are they getting, are you, are you getting
0: It's not much, but I get it. <laughs>
1: oh, I mean, it's, it's out there, people. I mean, uh, was it uh, famously, um, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Peter Frampton, uh, Baby, I Love Your Way. Ooh, baby, I love your way. 50 million views on Spotify. He gets a $12,000 check. Really, really, really. I know. It sucks. Or maybe it was 1200 I might be getting my facts wrong. I'm not looking anything up right now. But it was, you know, a lot of plays for this much money. Yeah, right. But, but you here- know,
0: you have, you have people that also download for free on um, YouTube or they share it, DJ share it with other DJs, and they don't download, they don't support the artist's. So, you know, that's the reason why, too, a lot of the artists are not doing too well on CD sales either, you know, because they download everything for free.
1: So now are, is the artist, the only way to really make some money is to go out and play live? Yeah. So that's what you got to do. Are you are, are you I representing shows? Yeah, <laughs> you got to do some shows now. hey, hey It's nice that you you I'm you can still enjoy can it. On dance show What's, on what? On the Keys Dance Show. Yeah. Well, you're on it. You're on it. What makes you famous? <laughs> no, but you're you're already a little bit uh, more famous than the usual people or or some of the people that have been on this show, and I appreciate
0: I'm doing that. Well, I'm promoting myself well, and um, I'm actually um, trying to market myself better. Um, pretty much, um, I'm doing more interviews with DJs, you know, and radio station. And once my new album come out, I'm gonna visit more radio stations, try to get it on the air, and pretty much just do more shows. Yeah, it, it, do whatever you can. I never, I never like try acting or like be trying to be in a movie or you know modeling or anything like that. And and now I'm doing it because you know people. Um, actually, I didn't even audition for this part; they gave it to me. Wow. So. <laughs> when i get the script i gotta learn it really good and you know pretty much i hope i do well i don't get kicked off but um you know i'm 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 learning i'm doing new things and it doesn't hurt to try it really doesn't i gotta tell you um one of my one of my two of my songs on my, my hip-hop song i'm rap i never rap but i tried it and it came out good i had so many people telling me oh my god girl you can rap your hip hop is actually better than your freestyle and dance music. <laughs> Look out, Nicki so, Minaj!
1: Here comes Evelina Destiny. <laughs> some no, you're, yes. you're 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 not limiting yourself to one genre. You you go out into the dance, the EDM, the freestyle, the hip hop, the the Latin music. It. You know, and I gotta
0: tell you, I do it because I love it. And you know, it's not about the money or the thing. I just do it. I I I've been doing it forever and i just want to get out there and just do it you know um you know also i'm working with sammy fisher i don't know if you heard of him
1: go ahead refresh sammy me fisher.
0: he did um he did rumpe he produced for daddy yankee and a, a couple of other famous um reggaeton latin artists out there he picked up three of my songs he produced it we already worked on it. it's already done um one of them he has to master it and um is is Oh, I came out amazing. Yeah. So, um, hoping by next year, he wants to market me differently to like a Latin um, artist, um, as a new reggaeton artist. So, hopefully, I'll do well in that. So, I, I have my my hip hop and dance music. I'm one, also working on another project, which is going to be on a different label. Um, you know, different publishing and all that. So. That's another project I'm, I'm working on now. So I I actually have music that I've been sitting on for like two years. Wow, Sammy
1: Fisher, man you you had me at Daddy Yankee Rompe. That song is fire. Uh, you know that you, you put that on and, 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 and yeah, you put that on the on the on the dance. People are on the dance floor just flipping out. You know because it's got that that beat. And if he brings that fire uh, to you, Evelina Destiny oh my goodness, you're going to a whole nother level, a whole different, a uh, different that's place. What
0: do. That's what I want to do. And you know, what's hard, you you know, what's really hard mm. that I'm not young, you know what I mean? So it's really hard with the competition out there where, you know, you're trying to get signed and they want to sign these girls that are 23, 25, that are that look enteristic, you know what I mean? But It's like, it's really hard for a woman my age that's trying to, you know, trying to grow as an artist. It's really hard. So what I've been doing is uh, I lost a lot of weight. I go to the gym. My body is totally different than it was two years ago. I mean, I get a lot of compliments. Thank God that I have the strength to do it. But, uh, you know, I work with personal trainers and you know, I'm doing my vocal lessons, my dance. So, you know, I'm trying to, you know, have that, <laughs> you know, there's so much competition out there that it's hard. It, it really is. So, you know, hopefully I do I do well, you know?
1: Yeah, we're not young, but we're experienced. And the exercise that you're doing is so you can get on stage and you can work, uh, you know, for an hour or two or even three. I mean, I, I saw Bruce Springsteen down in, in South Florida in Miami at the Orange Bowl back in '84, if I'm not mistaken. He went three hours and forty five minutes, collapsed, went backstage for about fifteen minutes, came out, did forty five more minutes. That's a workout. You need to be in shape if you're going to be going live. So you're you're good to be getting in shape, of course. I say,
0: I'm getting muscles, muscles, muscles. But you know what? Why does it have to be a weight issue? You know, it's not you know,
1: weight. It's, it's not weight because I, I I, I listen to a podcast. Fat is is a good thing. Uh, fat is stored energy. It's not a bad thing. And fat even looks mm-hmm. good. Uh, you know, in the right places, uh, you, you you get it right. Uh, just because you have some fat doesn't mean you're completely unhealthy. That's storage
0: sometimes because I used to be, you know, they used to um, bully me and call me fat, you know, and even in the music business now, like, I had issues where, where it was like three, four five years ago, I would get on stage and put something on Facebook or whatever. And, and I'll have people telling me, Oh, I don't know why she wear that outfit. She looked too fat in it. She needs to lose weight. Or she's showing too much boobs or, you know, or, you know, it shouldn't be about a weight issue. And and just because somebody's pretty and sound good, they can't... This is how I feel. They're not happy with themselves. Okay, this person looks good, sounds good. So they want to pick on that person and try to nitpick on something. So what they want to do is call me fat, you know? And, you know, which which is totally wrong. I went through that. I went through that. I try to stay off Facebook. There's too much drama. So... Um, You know, right now I just keep to myself. You know, I go to the gym, I work out, I do my music, I stay humble, I don't tell nobody what I'm doing. As a matter of fact, this is the first time that I brought up Sammy Fisher's name. And I've been working with him for two years, but nobody hasn't heard his name. And now I brought it up because my project is finished. You know, so all I gotta do now is work on the videos and market myself. So that's you know pretty much, you know, m- the drama that I had going on. You know, I had to keep it myself. But you know how it is. Oh, yeah, I know exactly
1: good. how it is, and not just the well the bullying too. I mean, I was fat when I was a kid. I'm still fat. There was a time uh, in my twenties running every day. I wanted to be a firefighter, so I became a firefighter. I wanted to be EMT, so I became EMT, paramedic cuz you told you said you're an EMT and and that's a a yeah. wonderful thing, but it takes a lot of energy yeah. and a lot of endurance to take care of of other people. Like that. Yes. That's, that's very easy. that's very easy yeah. to do. And I
0: do. I don't do I don't work um picking up patients and I don't do that anymore. What I do is um I do suicide watch. Um, You know, there's always somebody trying to kill themselves, and then they put you on a um, 72-hour watch. So, I do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes, from 7 to 4 a.m., and then somebody else come in. You know, I I got it easy. So, I get paid well, and I got it very easy. But, you know, it's all the experience, all the years. You have to work at it. You can't just, like, you know, start a new job and expect to get paid $25 an hour. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen. But, you know, it's... Hey, I like it. I, I love my job.
1: Well, that was about 13 years of my life from '89 to about 2004, if I'm not mistaken. I was uh, doing uh, firefighting, EMT, paramedic in the in you know at, the fire at, department in, in Key Largo right. in in the Florida Keys, and then I worked at Baptist Hospital in Miami in the emergency wow. room. So, yeah, I. It was a awesome. it's a good part of my life. Then I do miss a lot of that. And when you said EMt, I lit up. Uh, you know, you're taking care of people. That's an important job, and you're taking care of your mom, too. What's that?
0: I always wanted to work with the fire department, but they didn't let me because you have to be like fifteen years, twenty years experience, nine one one. so, yeah i couldn't (laughs) no but but more important than that it was like maybe two years uh, an emt two years and then you know i was trying but daddy let me
1: well but more important than that you're on suicide watch i saw i'm watching this uh, you know memes that pop up on your facebook feed your instagram feed the difference between suicidal and depressed you got to, to to know when someone says they're depressed hey pay attention when somebody says they're feeling down, they're feeling blue, I mean if they they okay, if they go to the hospital because they tried to commit suicide, yeah, they're going to get all kinds of attention. But you got to give them that same attention if they're feeling depressed. Don't you
0: think? I get a lot of teenagers now. It's like really bad. Like all these teenagers, you know, they just want to they just take their parents' medication, they overdose, you know? But you, I get a lot of teenagers, people in their early 20s, um 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 gays, you know uh, parents not accepting them because they're gay. it's just bad it, it, it's bad. I get a lot of young young people.
1: Well something topical in the news uh, right now uh, Facebook and Instagram are getting uh, beat down because people post a picture. They use the filter that shaves off all the little defects and people and then little girls and little boys. They look at the pictures and they go, huh, how come I don't look like that? They don't look like that. And even in the back of their head, those people that are looking at these pictures know that they don't look like that. Nobody looks like that. It's perfectly smooth face, perfectly rounded eye, perfectly you know sculpted features nobody except rob Lowe, i guess
0: <laughs> i know i used to say that when i used to look at, at the victoria's secret magazine and all those models look so skinny and i'm like oh my god that's yeah. too-
1: <laughs> but, but then you I see them skinny <laughs> no but if you see them in person and i i did get to see a lot of fashion shows in miami when i was living in south florida and, and you see they're skinny and yeah they're pretty but they yeah. don't look like the pictures. The pictures have been they're touched up.
0: They just—they just skinny and pretty. Yeah. You know, I was—I was told too. You gotta have meat on your bones. That—that that, you know, there's a difference between being sexy, okay, and beautiful than being beautiful and really skinny like a model. That's not sexy. Well, you're Sex, talking about you, gotta, you have to have meat on your bones. I'm sorry. You have to have a nice ass. You have to have some meat. You have to have. You can't be skinny. You can't be bony these days. You can't. I'm sorry.
1: You're talking about people that got hated on recently. J-Lo. I mean, she's 50 years old. She looks great. And she's wearing uh-huh. this outfit. And she's having a good time. She's shaking it with Shakira. And everybody's, you know, you, you know, definitely the, the heterosexual males were very happy watching this. Oh, that's a very nice looking lady. Both of those ladies, very nice they, looking. You know? They
0: are their 50s. Yeah.
1: But then who's hating on them? People that are doing less th- than them, nobody's ever hated on me. That is doing better than me. <laughs> no, nobody.
0: That's, that's Cause they jealous. Let me tell you, they might not be jealous, but they don't love themselves. They don't like what they're doing. I always, I always say, look, love yourself first. Okay, don't worry and don't worry about what I'm doing. Don't worry about what I'm doing. Don't even think about me. You know, they just they have no life. They need to love themselves and do them and forget. it's what it's just gonna make you sick mentally people are just bullies okay something
1: i just heard today something i just heard today if you look up on your internet on google and put how do i don't put anything else how do i the top search is love myself how do i love myself and that that i just heard that today how do i Love myself. What are, what came up? I, what That's came up how you, for you love
0: yourself. You find yourself and do the things that you love. Don't worry about what every, anybody thinks about it, what anybody's saying. Just do you. That's how you love yourself. Oh, my God. I love myself so much. Look.
1: <laughs> You're the best date you ever had.
0: <laughs> I'm kissing myself now. Oh, yeah. I date myself, too.
1: That's beautiful. Take yourself out for dinner and a quiet movie, a uh, dinner for one and a movie. You know, it's beautiful. No, it's nice. It's nice that you love yourself. You take care of yourself. You're in the gym. You're, you got a trainer. You're taking the time uh, to make sure that you feel good about you. It's not for anybody else. I mean, do you have anybody else? Do you have a, a certain someone in your life that's helping you along?
0: I date, I date. And I, and I am seeing somebody off and on. It's driving me crazy. You know, but it is off and on. So I always tell them if it's not working out now, it's never going to work out. You know, I'm getting too old. No, at a certain age. I want to meet a boyfriend, stay with him for like two years and get married. Yeah, at a certain age, you don't mess around
1: anymore. I tell kids that, you know, I tell kids when they're in their 20s, hey, date, mess around, do your thing, uh, get it all out of your system. By the time you're 30, you better know what you like and find somebody else who's 30.
0: I'm am also a widow. My my kid's father passed away, and I was with him for 18 years. Oh, you know, then I had a that. boyfriend for five years. Now I'm single, and I've been single for the past five years. But it's you know, and I love it. I love being by myself because I was never really by myself. You know, I got to work on my music. I'm doing me. I'm doing what I love to do, and you know, I love my kids to death. And but you know. I had to raise my kids i had to stop what i was doing and raise my kids but now that they're all both over 21 and they doing thing, they don't even live with me anymore one graduated college last year and i'm by myself i live by myself i just love it i love it i never never lived by myself before you think i'm gonna get married anytime soon No but that's a, so.
1: That's a story that I have heard and mostly from women that they do give up their career. They put themselves on hold for their kids and yes, that's a wonderful thing. procreation, uh, extending the species, uh, you know, for having a kid. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. but you do put yourself on hold and it's it sounds like now that they're out of the house, You've got yourself all together. It seems like you're loving yourself, and you you're doing the things you want to do.
0: Yeah, and best thing about it is I got extra money in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Kids
1: are expensive. Let me tell you, they're little money. They're little money grubbing. They're like hobos in your house, man. Uh, they they want food. They want clothes. They want. Uh,
0: I miss, I miss my daughter to death I miss being a dance mom I was a dance mom I paid I mean she took music lessons you know she did her tap her jazz and ballet I miss that you know but
1: well oh is well. she taking after you or are any of the kids taking after you going into music
0: both of them, both of them love music well my daughter you know she graduated science and um, I have a son in California you know, he's into his organic herbs and he's doing well. You know, he works, you know, he works at a warehouse and he loves it. And he's a daddy. As a matter of fact, I'm a grandma. The baby is about three weeks old. Oh, she's gorgeous. Mazel tough. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. beautiful.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I just became a grandpa twice.
0: Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm going to be a grandma again because she said she wants to get pregnant in six, seven months no she ain't even well what
1: you've already said is that you uh the kids are science and organic growing i say they stay in that because this music business is for the birds you got to be crazy to go into music you're going to be a starving artist for the most part
0: no, but you know on the side they remind me of myself because even though they smart And I was the same way, I would write music on the side, I would do my things on the side, and then when I'm ready, I just, you know, use it. My son, he writes, he raps, he's an awesome, he's awesome, he's very creative. And my daughter, she has a beautiful voice, she writes poetry, she does open mic sometimes, and um, she gets up there, she does her thing. So. I see them, they're young. I see them maybe in 20 years, they might want to come out with a CD or come out with a single. And I see that in them. Yeah, definitely. Because they do write. They write, they sing, they do everything.
1: Well, if they're going to do it, do it now in their 20s while they while they have a chance. And yes, the, for the most part, yes, people are looking for something young and beautiful and you know, in shape, not only can sing, but also can dance and look good in a little outfit. And hey,
0: I would like to meet Jennifer Lopez and tell her, listen, can you come out with your own label and have like women over 40 come out in it? Because I want to, you know, I want to sing, I want to be on the label.
1: <laughs> but okay, but you do have a, a label right now. Uh, you're singing with. Um, uh, yeah.
0: Yes, I am. Um, it's not a big label, you know, and it, yeah, we're we're pretty much, but it's based out of California. I'm in Philly and uh, they do all my releases were um actually um distributed by empire so it's, it's it's okay you know but you know i'm growing as an artist like i said and i want to do different things and i never signed a contract before okay. at my age you know but i'm ready i'm ready to sign a contract uh, with a lady that's willing to you know work with me you know you know pay my videos and and pay everything my studio pay me and it's hard you have to market yourself and get your fans to to really buy your you know to support you and buy your cds and you know i'm doing that now i'm with sgr records um mm-hmm. uh, and you know i love i i love it um the owner his name is uomc he also managed me so he's great and yeah he's based like, in california he's from chicago
1: yeah, he's got a Bulls shirt on, on his website, Synthetic Groove Records, and he's
0: oh, yeah.
1: uh, he's yeah. representing the Bulls. So, hey, he looks like a pretty cool cat, and he's, hey, older guy.
0: That's why yeah. I'm with him. You know, he's an honest man. You know, he got people hating on him, too. You know, it is what it is. People are going to hate, hate, hate. Well, and, once, um, once you get to a
1: certain age and you've done so much, then you start teaching the next generation, you've already said right. that you're, you're kind of teaching your kids, you know, you're, you're right. getting them, uh, giving them the tools if they want to, to use them.
0: They know they, they, they all grown up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, um, UMC, he has, you know, he has a lot of, a couple of artists in there that does hip hop. Right. It's great. It's really great. You know, it's all mixed, mixed up, different type of music.
1: Yeah. So. Well, that's what a good re- record company should do is never limit themselves. And then when you see Evelina Destiny over here and then Yo Yo over here, and you know, hey, I think these two would mix together.
0: That's like peanut butter and chocolate. Let's put I these together. I believe Yo Yo MC. He's like, he's like my godfather, you know. Even if I was too, because we have an understanding too. That's the thing people be hitting me up. Oh, are you still with SGR Records? You're doing this. We have an understanding where, you know, I want to grow as an artist, and if I want to sing my reggaeton and work w- with Sammy Fisher, um, I'm going to do it. And he said, you go for it. And he, he gives me good advice. He tells me, you know, you go for whatever makes you happy. I'm not going to leave SGR Records, you know. I love freestyle. I grew up in freestyle, started freestyle music. I don't see myself leaving it for good, maybe come out with a single once a year with MC, but... He he wants to see me grow as an artist, and he's growing as an artist. Check him out. He has yeah, he, he's doing his thing too. And he was DJing now he's an artist. So I would love to do a duet. Me and him gotta do a duet. So maybe next year. Maybe next year. Definitely.
1: See, I'm looking for that now. The um the Polygram or the po- Polygram records that you're working with. That's in Philadelphia. Polygon
0: right? Recording Studio.
1: In in, in Philadelphia.
0: No, oh, no, it's in Cherry Hill, New
1: Jersey. Okay, so you travel over to New Jersey to go in that studio? Yep. Okay, and and, and that's the guy that's been uh, helping you produce your records and now you have uh, Yo-Yo with uh, SGR Records that's helping you to go to another level. It's good, you're putting yourself out there. Now, do you have agents that, now he's becoming your agent that's helping you get shows as well?
0: Um, well, everybody pretty much helps me out. Like, I don't really have like a, or a true manager, I need not sign a contract with anyone. Um, we all help each other out pretty much. Uh, but um, what I'm trying to do is really try to find me a manager. Even if, if I have to sign a contract, I'll sign a contract. Um, someone that um, understands me, knows Spanish, can get me gigs, Spanish and English, because um, I don't. You know, I'm trying to come out as a reggaeton artist. I have my music that's about to pretty much um come out next year probably april and um hopefully sammy fisher can help me out with that you know we're trying to market me right now and i um, also um do you to know um i'm baron lopez from puerto rico mm, okay yeah he's he's also trying to help me out too he said i know some people um, let's see, you know, you know I'm, I'm trying to get somebody to guide me to the right direction. You know what I mean? Not somebody that's going to screw me over, disrespect me in any way. Um, you know, so I'm trying to find, if, or if I could find a female manager, that'd be amazing, but there's not too many out there.
1: It's tough, you know. It's sometimes, especially a young person now. Now that you're uh, a little older, you have some knowledge in your head. But sometimes these kids, you know, the, will get a uh, you know five thousand dollar advance or a ten thousand dollar advance. You look at that check and you go, "That's more money than I've ever seen." My goodness! And then they own you. They own you.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's hard. Yeah,
0: that's why. That's why I love SGR Records. We have standing, and he, they one of the best labels out there right now i mean you got these other labels that you know will give you 15 20 of your sales which ain't nothing you know no. um you know the best deal ever you know he's you know he's great you know he doesn't want another thing that he doesn't want a lot of people on his label you know keep it family keep it small not too many artists you know so that's another thing that's that's pretty great it's not like 20 people on the label you know so, Well, that's how, I, uh,
1: you know, record 10. company, you almost want them to be a little bit bigger so they can give right. you a little bit more. They don't have to take as much. Uh, if there's I, a documentary I, on David Geffen that's out there. He, you know, he told the artist, hey, I'm going to make you rich. I'm going to be richer, but I'm going to make you rich, you know, because he's going to have a stable of 20, 30 different artists that are giving him right. a 1 to 10%. And then, he, you mm-hmm. know, he's giving them 90% and but then he's giving them all that and this is that was a good documentary that i I watched and i encourage people to check that out but
0: even those big labels like if somebody like pitbull or like you know daddy yankee will come up to me and and offer me something some some sometimes those big labels are the same it's just because they're very famous and their name is out there um and they can get you out there, doesn't mean that you're gonna be a millionaire in a month. They're gonna be a millionaire in a month. Um, You know, it's just, I don't know, they just wanna own everything, your everything, your rights to your music. And if your CD is selling for $24, you only see one, like 25 cents from that $25. So if you're selling a million, I mean, yeah, you, you might make a million, but they making triple that.
1: You know? Well that's what I was kind of analogizing when you're
0: okay Why?
1: when you're with a record company, you, they'll sell a million records you make a hundred thousand dollars. When you're an independent, you sell a hundred thousand records you make a hundred thousand dollars. It's the difference between independent and and um, and being with a record label Now you mentioned you mentioned Daddy Yankee those are two two artists that I, I love and I appreciate because they do help out the next generation. In fact, yeah. uh, uh, Pitbull, I knew him when he was, before he was Mr. 305, I was working on the radio. But before yeah. that, there was a girl named Nyer. I did a little birthday party and Nyer showed up. She's a little 16, 17 year old girl. And then Nyer, about five years later, shows up on a Pitbull record and she blows up. And this, right. and this is Pitbull reaching out, getting the new talent, and bringing it in. This is a, this is something that as you get older, as you get more experience, when you get to that level, reach out, reach down, and pick people up. And you know, I, I want people.
0: You're, somebody. Yeah, you're
1: you're at this level. You're already picking other people up, like your kids. And, but now you want somebody from another level, a higher level, to pick you up and get you higher up. I'd I love know, to hear I love, you.
0: I love those like the Latin like that like um azuna um nikki jam cardi b you know I, I i love all those reggaeton artists you know you got becky becky g she's so cute <laughs> she, <laughs> is, she is she is some weight but she's cute any <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah. little thing
1: well, that's a, a thing. I mean there's uh, so many restaurants here I, I get to do karaoke shows and DJ shows and now you know I, I used to work on South Beach in Miami that was that was back then. Now I guess I'm slowing down a little bit, but I'm still working shows and I still love to play music and this Friday at the Rab, I'll play Evelina Destiny and people will go, "Huh, what's that?" And I'll go, "That's I, Evelina Destiny."
0: I'm you." I got I got two dirty songs. I'm gonna email it to you. Well, you that's good. P- that's you can't play it on a video because I'm cursing one one of the songs. I'm cursing, but the other one. Well, that stuff not. I
1: can play in the club. You know, well, I'm uh, you know I play to the adults. They want to hear that stuff. They want to wind down. They want to sing along to Evelina Destiny. They want to hear something new. That's my job is to break out uh, new songs and new artists.
0: Oh, thank you so much. You know, um, I met. Um, DJ Drewski, <laughs> he's from um, New York. Um, I inboxed you on um, um, Instagram. I sent you pictures and a video that we did. I did a show three weeks ago in Queens. It was red carpet for Riaver G spotlight. Um, she's as a matter of fact, I'm in her magazine. Yeah, I'll, I'll to you about that in a minute. No, but, I had her, um, I
1: had her on the podcast just recently. Uh, she was on maybe a couple months ago. <laughs>
0: a little bit of it yes yes yeah, she invited me to her birthday bash and i went and we had so much fun and they for the first time i didn't do freestyle or none of my cover songs i did my hip-hop song i got a song called trying to get a nut <laughs> Woo! they went crazy I the girls the female every time i would sing they would go "Woo! yeah Woo!" They loved it, I was so happy. Then after that, I sung another song that Sammy Fisher produced, it's called Doggy Style. (laughs) They loved it, they loved it. I kept it clean, I mean, it's no cursing. They loved it, and when I was done, um, a lot of people took pictures with me, you know, and I had two interviews with um, two other girls that were there, they had this um, broadcast going on. And then I met DJ Drewski, he likes it, and I took pictures with him, and I'm gonna do an interview with him soon. I'm very excited, yeah, I'm very excited. He told me that song, trying to get a nut is a hit. (laughs) I'm saying. I hope it's a hit. I I need people to download.
1: <laughs> it's catchy. It's a, just the title makes me want to. Oh, I gotta listen to this one. Now, hey, you yes, said you I'm, you you go to Puerto Rico and, and Miami. Have you been a, a part of any of the freestyle shows that the you know like uh, who are the other artists that yeah. you work with?
0: Well, I opened up for like not in Miami, but like when they come to Philly or New York, I opened up for Stevie B two times. I did Stevie B in the early 2000s, and the last time I opened up for him was 2018 yeah. at the Harris Casino. Um, I opened up for TKA yeah. lots of times, TKA and K7. Yeah, I did. I think they're the most that I opened up for. Um, I'm Cynthia. Um, Dream I'm girl. Judy Torres. I opened up for a lot of those legends, you know, and and I learned from them. I, you know, I grew up listening to their music. And when I open up for them, you know, I take pictures with them, I get all happy, you know, and, and they all know me, they 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 know me when they see my face, they'd be like, Oh, you're opening up all that good," you know, and, but it's been a long time, I haven't done a freestyle show. So um, I've done, you know, I've done shows here and there, but I'm trying to promote myself doing hip hop. And reggae boom That you know, I haven't been doing freestyle. Well, but, you, you yeah, mentioned have a freestyle show coming up soon, though.
1: Now yeah, you mentioned some of the the people that I've worked with over the years. This is great. Uh, you know, just uh, Cynthia and Judy Torres, and and uh, oh, and TKA for sure, and and Stevie B. When I met him, people were saying, "Oh, watch out for Stevie B. He's not a nice guy." I met him. I talked to him for a long time, and he was wonderful. He's a wonderful man. <laughs>
0: oh, he's nice. He's nice. <laughs> Yeah, he's getting old, poor guy. Aren't we all? <laughs> we all getting Amazing, he's amazing. I just saw him perform last month in, um, in Trenton, New Jersey, and I saw TKA two weeks ago in Trenton, New Jersey. Uh, for, for the first time in years, um, little Susie is coming down my way, so I'm going to see little Susie November. So I can't wait to see see her.
1: I love when they do the freestyle explosions. Little Susie's always the youngest one because she started. I know, she must have been a a, a newt. Yeah, she was a, like a, a she was a fetus when she started, <laughs> just out of the womb. I, I think they, they her mom spit her out and she started singing. <laughs> it was great, but uh, no, I like little Susie too as well.
0: Arrows. Take me arms. She started singing that when she was a baby. <laughs>
1: that she was, my goodness! But uh, oh man, it, it's been amazing talking to you, Evelina Destiny. I know things are happening. Uh, you got CDs out there. Uh, do you? Uh, d- can they buy the physical CDs, or is it all digital? And tell me about. Uh, tell me more about Vera G and the and the magazine. She was talking about that magazine.
0: This is her spotlight, mag Wait, let me get this right. Am I right?
1: Wait. I don't know. I try- People. People are listening okay. to the audio version. They're not. They're not looking at that. But people watching the video version can see it.
0: I have a couple of pages in here. It's awesome. It's for independent artists and people are doing their their like um, businesses and all. So you know, I did like an interview here. So I have like um, um, a whole bunch of like questions, like ten questions that she asked me. So she put me on the, the September magazine, which is awesome. Yeah.
1: So as we wind this thing down, that, that's beautiful. She was talking about that magazine, and I, I'm so happy. And she put it out there, and she's promoting people. This is someone that I'm excited to to know. I, I love that Vera G is out there because we, we're supposed to be helping each other out. I mean, I'm not going to be a millionaire making these videos, but hopefully it helps to get the, the word out about Evelina Destiny and the people that that are listening know more about you now what are you open to you're open to uh doing all different kinds of genres of music and you're open to collaborations what, what do you what do you see in the next yes. few years what do you want
0: i'm hoping to grow as an artist um yes and collaboration is a must i have to collaborate with somebody doing reggaeton hopefully i meet i need to meet people like you and and me you know other artists out there that's been there done that you know that's older too that will help me you know grow as an artist and um, as an actress that's my new hobby that i'm learning i'm gonna you know hopefully do good in this movie and if i do well i am going to get me an agent to get me like you know um, auditions for more i would like to do commercials or movies and stuff like that even if it doesn't have to be like a movie movie it can be like a like somebody working on a movie that's not you know professional that's how you get experience you know
1: yeah evelina say pine saw is pine
0: fresh pine saw is pine fresh
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're in you're in i think i see big things for you no that's fantastic (laughs) As we as we wind this things out, do you want to give shout outs to anybody that uh, has helped you along the way? I know you've given quite a bit of credit where credit is due. And I do appreciate that. You know, nobody thank can make it on their own.
0: You. Shout out to you. Thank you so much for having me. You know, and I'm, hopefully we could do another interview next year, you know. And um, you, UMC, thank you so much. For everything, you know, giving me a chance to come out with my album, is finished And I do have a, a duet with someone, her name is Maddie Lopez She's from Florida, she sings freestyle And um, I do have um, George Anthony doing um, backgrounds on one of my freestyle songs on the album So that's that's good, I wish I was doing a duet But I only got Maddie for now And a special shout out to Sammy Fisher um, thank you so much for working and 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 liking my vocals and liking me and giving me a chance to work with you. You're amazing. I'm hoping to go as an artist. Maybe um, meet one of your famous, you know, artists like Daddy Yankee. You know that'd be amazing. And you know, I want to give a shout out to G if she's listening. And um, a lot of my friends out there that you know support me. The fans. Thank you so much. If it wasn't for you. There won't be no Evelina Destiny and I won't be coming out with CDs, you know? Follow me on Instagram. Well, yeah. Evelina D.
1: How do they find you? Do do you have a website where they can buy merch? Maybe some
0: t-shirts? Yes, WW.
1: Oh, you cut out for a second. Go ahead and give me that merchandise again.
0: (laughs) Somebody call me. Um, www.sgrrecords.com. Hello.
1: Yeah, I got you.
0: Okay. I'm sorry. Yes. And um, you can go on Instagram. Um. Also, oh, if you want um 12-inch records signed, vinyl signed, you can just hit me, try to reach out to me direct, and I can sign it for you and mail it to you. So. 12 inch records they're 40 dollars on the website so i sell them for 50 55 because i have to mail it out to you Mm -hmm. so um yeah just yeah pretty much follow me on instagram and um you know i have a lot of surprises coming out so i like to be on instagram more than facebook i'm not on facebook much anymore instagram is pretty much where i be so thank you so much and love everyone
1: no i think that's a smart thing is to break it just down to to instagram because instagram you could post it and share it on twitter and facebook and whatever else but just post yeah. on instagram it's a whole lot uh, simpler people figure out what you're doing you you put out that little flyer hey i'm gonna be at this place on saturday night check it out be there
0: <laughs> yeah. well you know what dan i want to mention i forgot um, I'm coming out with my own perfume. I did uh, and cologne, men cologne. Um, the beginning of of the year, I did twelve of each, and I sold out very quickly. So what I'm going to do is come out with my perfume again. It's called Destiny Blue, and for men, it's called Destiny Black. So I'm going to do that. I'm actually it's taking me a long time. People are asking me and inboxing me about it because the bottle, the female bottle, is like um. Like a spray is real pretty, but every time I mailed it out to somebody, I it tipped over like the, the, the top part. It just spilled all over the box. It's not secure. So now I have to find a new bottle. Right. I have to lose people's money. Well, that's
1: so fascinating. That- how, how do you... How does somebody come up with their own uh, their own spray? Do you do you go to a lab and say, "Oh, I need to," you take a smell of it, and oh, I like that. Let me put that in a bottle, and that'll be my brand.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, because of COVID at the time, everything was closed, so I I had to mail me samples and the alcohol to mix it. So I would like mix it up. It gave me a, a headache, but the men cologne was like really bad to do. That gave me a headache for like two days but um the women i did pretty good with the women and i i got like a fresh smell like a soap like a soapy smell you know it di- it didn't really last on your body but um what i want to do is um do it over again maybe make it a little stronger so the men is perfect i just need a new bottle but yeah that's what i did i i made it i i um you know wrote everything down you know everything so
1: well it's all ab- it's, it's all about the packaging isn't it you know if you if you have a product you got to put it in the right package and that's what we're right. talking about is packaging evelina destiny uh, the yeah. the perfume the the actress the music the producing you're doing it all you got so much to, so much to offer. All right. I always finish these things off with uh last words for the people. I don't want this to be the last time that we uh, talk. I definitely want to talk to you again as things progress. So Evelina destiny, I want you to give last words for the people. It could be something that you heard a long time ago, or maybe words to live by something you wake up with every morning or just whatever pops into your head at this moment in time. Evelina destiny last words for the people. Yeah.
0: In God, we trust peace and love. Everybody stay healthy and love yourself. Respect to get respected.
1: Well, there you have it, party people. Evelina Destiny. Oh, my goodness. What a nice lady. What a nice person. What a good person. And you know, good things happen to good people. You need to, and people that help other people. That's fantastic. Not only is she uh, bringing her music up and, and getting herself off the ground and getting herself straight, she's been through some hardships in life and that, you know, it knocked her a little bit, but uh, she came through and she's coming through. She's still coming up i'm coming up her mom used to listen to diana ross i'm coming up and that affected her listening to the music of the 60s the 50s and 60s and that you know the golden age of music yeah that's where it all began that's where all that rock and roll and that rhythm and that r&b and that soul becomes hip-hop and becomes uh, rhythm and blues and becomes rock and roll oh yeah It it all evolves. It all evolves. I know the music has been around since before then. I mean, there's a reason why we still listen to Beethoven. That guy was a genius. And and Mozart and Chopin and and all the, you know, uh, Wolfgang. uh, I'm sorry, Wolfgang Mozart. uh, Wolfgang Amadeus (laughs) Mozart. That's the guy. But, uh, you know, and then Beethoven. He's my my favorite of the old timers. But, you know, you got to listen to the 50s and 60s. All you kids out there listen to the 50s and 60s and uh, roll into the 70s and 80s and 90s and then you're coming into the music that you grow up with <laughs> 2000 2010s music it's the stuff ah uh, it it, it can change lives it can change moods if you're feeling blue and just like Evelina said you know she uh, she takes care of people that are on suicide watch But if you you, you play the right music, you have the right sounds, even the way that you talk to people that are feeling depressed and suicidal, you could change their lives. You could change their lives. That is a superpower that musicians and songwriters and people like Evelina Destiny have is changing people's lives through music. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And I know I I don't play music on, on this show. I want to learn about the people behind the music, but I encourage you to check out Evelina Destiny. Yeah, I mean, find her on her social medias for sure, and uh, check out uh, you know her Instagram. That's where she primarily hits. And now she's in with SGR Records. Uh, look that up too. Look that up too. I see nothing but big things happening for Evelina Destiny. I appreciate you so much for being on the show. That's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous. Now, if you, yes, you, I'm turning my attention to you, would like to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call, 501-470-6386 or email info at radio what.com That's it for me. It's Keys Dan, radiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here.
0: Radio What the music you want hey guys this is shelly g with a fast fact the lp long playing record was invented by paul goldmark in 1948 the lp is not dead yet more than 10 million lps are sold every year do you have a fast fact share it with us at interactive radio radio what.com
1: if you like what you hear follow what makes you famous social media use the hashtag what makes you famous follow on facebook at what makes you famous follow on instagram at what makes you famous follow on twitter at MakesFamous, and follow on youtube at keys dan leave what makes you famous podcast a review and subscribe Listen to What Makes You Famous podcast on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and almost anywhere you find podcasts. Tell your story on my podcast, What Makes You Famous. Call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash KeysDan. Email info at radiowhat.com. What What Makes You Famous podcast is a production of KeysDan Enterprises Incorporated at keysdan.com. Thank you for listening. Tweet, tweet, yo. Follow Radio What? On Twitter. At Radio What? Twit. Tweet, tweet, yo.